This is a bonus episode of Decoding Fox News, and I'm your host, Juliet Jeske. Each week, I watch and analyze, lately it's been 20 hours of Fox News, and then break it down. I watch all the Fox News you'd never want to. Let's get into it. Now, if you're a regular follower of this podcast, you're thinking, why is this podcast getting uh, dropped on a Saturday? Because this is a bonus one. Now, why would I be dropping a bonus podcast? That's because Trump got indicted again. I make a lot of silly voices if you're new to the podcast. I'm just letting you know that now. So... I'm just going to go through what happened to me uh, to give you an idea of how I put these together. Uh, There's no matching um, newsletter this week for this podcast because there's none needed. I'm just going to make fun of them. I'm just going to make fun of the people on Fox News. There's no reason to source this or have hyperlinks. We as a collective group, the community that is (laughs) decoding Fox News, even though I can't see you, I can sense your energy. I can feel it. We are going to make fun of Fox. I love these. These are my favorite podcasts to do. I live for them. However, what I had to do was as soon as it was like, boom, that's the sound that Fox News makes when they have a breaking story and they go, ah, Trump's been indicted. I went, here we go. And I immediately knew I had two computers going. I started capturing everything on primetime. I started with Brett Baer because I wasn't sure exactly when this news broke. And I discovered it was in the middle of Jesse Waters, Jesse Waters primetime, that is. So uh, that's when the news actually broke, which would be about 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So let's just get into this first clip. This is from Jesse Waters. I have notes of whoever is talking. I'm going to break it up as we go along. But yes, it wasn't as big of a freakout as it was for the first uh, Trump indictment. Um, but I'll, I'll walk you through that as we play this. I have to interrupt you here because we have a Fox News alert. Donald Trump says on Truth Social that he's been indicted. Deep and widespread corruption. This is not rumors. This is not smoke. This is actual evidence of it. He's been asked about it for the first time. So you see this drop on the exact same day. I think that the the two are very related. I think that uh, I, I think that especially when you step back and you consider that the charges that they're leveling against President Trump are the exact same charges that could be levied against Joe Biden himself. Okay, that voice you just heard was Charlie Hurt. He's from the Washington Examiner. He's just a right wing um, journalist, I guess. And this was sort of like the the B list outrage machine. The first criminal indictment, I didn't even attempt a newsletter because I went, I, there's like 50 people. I can't even fit the names because there's a limit on Substack of how long you can make an article. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't put this in. It's too many people. And they had, you know, kind of A-list right-wingers coming on every three minutes. Like, oh my God, Trump's been indicted. And this time it was like, Charlie Hurt, really? Charlie, okay, Charlie Hurt. And you saw the same people on every single Fox show, like the same 10 people. They just kept rotating them. I'm like, this is kind of lame, guys. This is lame. And instead of uh, talking about this actual criminal charge, because the first time they kept making fun of the, the criminal charge going, well, Alvin Bragg has no right to do this. This is a paperwork um bookkeeping charge this is meaningless this is stupid this means nothing this time they were like uh hillary clinton hunter biden hillary clinton hunter biden hunter biden hillary clinton when i get too animated it makes weird 
like I'm moving the air around the microphone. It gets weird. Um, and I'm getting animated. So Alana Haba is the next voice. She is Trump's lawyer. And there's some funny backstory with this. But you'll probably recognize her voice. But this is Alana Haba. It's Hillary Clinton smashed a computer, got rid of emails. We had uh, recordings in sock drawers. We have Biden and Obama who are hiding things. Biden still has things in Chinatown in his home with a son who's a drug addict. And nothing happens to these people. So when your name is Donald Trump, when you're leading in the polls, you are going to get hit hard. You are going to get indicted until you can't take it anymore. But So what's funny about Alana Haba, and she openly admitted this, and I'll give her credit for that because I think ethically she kind of has to. Lawyers have like a lot of rules they have to follow. My sister is an attorney. So um, she said right into the camera, I'm not representing him on this case. Uh, I can't practice in Florida. And she said before, not in this particular um, time, but she said before, I'm his civil attorney. So she, she, what, why is she even on? And she basically was like, I'm here with him now in New Jersey. I'm here with him now at his Bedminster. I'm here with him. I'm here with him. And this is outrageous. Notice she said that Hillary Clinton smashed a computer. What? That's new. Um, the Hillary Clinton email story just continues to get goofier and goofier in right-wing circles. They have heightened everything to absurd levels. Um, next, we're going to hear Jesse Waters given yet another new version of the Hillary Clinton email scandal. And we all know right. Hillary Clinton bleached classified documents. She smashed classified records with hammers. And that was right. fine. She was not indicted. Okay, Jesse Waters, the brain trust of Fox News, just said that Hillary Clinton bleached documents. That's a new one. And that she smashed classified records with hammers. Is he meaning, like, albums? Does he think they're LPs and that she had a you know, claw hammer, and she's just like, ah, I'm going to smash these records. Okay, Jesse Waters, we've been through this before. She used a free software that you or I or anyone can download for the internet called Bleach Bit. It's, there's no actual bleach, no actual bleach, and it's like a cheap kind of goofy software. The hammers were phones and uh, hard drives that her and her assistants, she didn't actually do this, but her assistants, like, to try to protect them from anybody hacking them. When she was done with these devices, they would smash them with hammers. This happened years before anybody, in some cases, years before anybody asked for them. Like, we need to look at your old phones. And she's like, oh, they're gone. They were gone years ago. So this attitude that she was subpoenaed for the phones and that she smashed them with hammers is false, yet the right wing keeps uh, repeating it. So next clip. Jack Smith is effectively what you would call a Democrat left-wing uh, operative, for lack of better words. All he does is hate Trump, hate the right wing. So, And I really want the American people to understand this legally. This is no different than somebody saying, um, you know, Alina Haba, you murdered someone yesterday because I brought in Hillary Clinton and she said you did it. Well, yeah, no kidding. So you're an actual lawyer just said that. Okay, you're an actual lawyer. You've passed the bar in New Jersey. Good for you, Alina Haba. What? Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre uh, example there, but okay. Next we have uh, Mike Davis. I cannot find much on him, partly because his name is so boring that when you look up Mike Davis, it's like just endless. He works for this organization called Article 3. 
He was also saying a lot of goofy things about Hillary Clinton that were just blatantly false. He has a very thick Midwestern accent to the point that I could not stop laughing at him. I have one too. So that's part of the reason why I get such a kick out of a Midwestern accent. But here's Mike Davis. Clearly election interference. Isn't it, isn't it funny that the, the day that Joe Biden gets caught taking $10 million from Burisma, Biden's attorney general, Merrick Garland, greenlights this indictment of his leading presidential rival. I mean, the timing is just, it's just, you know, it's just coincidental, right? But at the end of the day, Trump may get elected in 2024 as a convicted felon who the Supreme Court has to re reverse his conviction because it's a bogus. <laughs> oh, my picture. God. Trump could run on pardoning himself. Now, I included those clips because those themes kept getting repeated throughout the night. Um, this is not a coincidence that this happened the same day as the Hunter Biden thing. Now, of course, they've been investigating this for months. So, OK, what and court anything with court is not so the you time perfectly because uh, it's on a docket. It takes forever. It's like drama, drama. Um, the last voice was Jonathan Turley. If you're a regular of this podcast, you probably would recognize his voice. He kept repeating throughout the evening and he repeated it today on Fox that Trump could pardon himself. And that's. Well, we don't really know if that's true or not. Sounds a little crazy, but that was his big thing. Is, well, Trump can pardon himself. Okay. Now, I should give a word to my sponsor because I'm 10 minutes in and I haven't done that yet. This project is made possible by the Town Knight Center for News Integrity at the Craig Newmark Graduate School of Journalism. And as someone teased me today on Twitter, I'm a graduate of that program, not a student. I say that because if I don't say that, People still think I'm a student. It, I don't care how many times they read my bio and they go, oh, so you're a student? I'm like, no, I have an MA. People get like, really um, defensive about advanced degrees because they're so freaking hard to get. I don't, maybe if, I don't know, maybe there's an MA program that's easy. <laughs> Mine was not. Anyway, um, this podcast is also supported by listeners like you and people who've become uh, either a subscriber at my Substack for the newsletter or the podcast, and it's $5 a month is the lowest. And then there's also supporters at my Patreon at various different stages over there, and both are greatly appreciated. And if you can't financially support this project, that's fine. The best thing that you can do to help support this project is share, 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 share. Share the podcast, share the newsletter, put a link on social media, People will call me a crazy lady. I don't care. I get all kinds of grief for this project and I laugh at it. So thank you so much. So now on to the next one. As we move from Jesse Waters, we get into Harris Faulkner on Fox News Tonight. You're not actually going to hear her on this clip because she didn't really give me anything I could use. But she did have a cavalcade of right-wingers who were all up in arms. And some of them are the same that you just heard. Because again, this was kind of B-listers. This wasn't really the top of the top. So this first voice you're going to hear is Matt Whitaker. He was the acting attorney general under Trump, one of many. That was sort of a revolving door of sorts. He's very much a Trump loyalist. Compare this to Hunter Biden's case, Joe Biden's case, Vice President Pence's, and even, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton. So I joke that the... Uh, drinking game word would have been Hillary Clinton and you would have had alcohol poisoning because boy did they lean on that one hard but that's that clip also sums it up it's all it's about everything but this actual indictment next voice is Victor Davis Hansen he's a regular 
On Fox, he's from the Hoover Institute. Because we now know that Hillary Clinton hired a foreign national, which is a good it's a felony to work on a campaign, and she hid those payments to Christopher Steele through the DNC, Perkins Coie, and Fusion GPS, and she destroyed materials that were under subpoena, and that there was no FBI reaction at all. We Again, we're just repeating ourselves here, but they're just going to push Hillary Clinton. They're going to push Hunter Biden. They're going to talk about every scandal but this one. And again, if you notice, I'm just going to point out the obvious here, but the Department of Justice continued to investigate Hillary Clinton into the Trump administration and they couldn't find anything that she did get in trouble for the uh, role that the dossier played and she did pay her campaign did pay a fine but that's it this next voice is representative Nancy Mace she's a Republican from South Carolina she seems uh, reasonable at first and then you're like Wait a second. He's trying to take out his political opponents using the executive branch. That's what this is. Look at the shiny ball. That's what this is. Mm. Look at the shiny ball. Don't look over at what we're doing. Don't look at what Hillary did with her computer. Don't look at Clinton and his drawer. Don't look at where we're storing things. Don't look at the fact that Biden has documents in Chinatown or that his son has a drug addiction and also got bribes. Don't look at any of that. Oh, there's so much to unpack with that. Okay, so one of the things that you'll hear, I start picking up on it. I'm like, why do they keep mentioning Chinatown? What are they talking about? And it's this kind of goofy thing where, yes, they found boxes of documents, but there's no proof that they're classified documents or that anybody needs to return them. But it's turned into this wacky, um, completely false story that Biden refuses to return classified documents. And I and they keep hitting this Chinatown thing as if that there's some sort of connection to the country of China, and it doesn't make a ton of sense. And this 1850 is the number of boxes. It's it's just convoluted and bizarre. Um, and of course, there is a special uh, counsel uh, who's been appointed to investigate Biden's role in having classified documents in various properties. They act like that's not happening, that the FBI has done absolutely nothing and that nobody cares. It's like, no. Anyway, so this next voice um, is everybody's favorite. I say that every time I feature him, Stephen Miller. And this just made me laugh because it's Stephen Miller. This is a sad day for me personally, as someone who has so much affection and so much admiration for President Trump, who has seen him up close and personal and what a heart he has for this country. And that means electing a president who's going to impose discipline on the entirety of the security state in this country. And remember, President Trump has nothing left to lose. He has nothing left to lose. So all that's left to be done is to fight this battle and to reform this government. So again, discipline on the intelligence community. That's a little scary, what he's saying there. Discipline, okay. And, the, uh, you know, anytime Stephen Miller's talking about somebody else suffering, you're like, yeah, yeah. You were the architect of the family separation policy. You took children away from their parents intentionally. You did that because you were like, that's going to be the best way to keep people from crossing our border. That's evil. There's no nice way of putting that. Now, this next voice, uh, I'd never seen this man uh, on Fox before. His name's Pastor Robert Jeffress, and he's from the First Baptist Church. He was talking about the evangelical community. And Harris Faulkner is a deeply religious woman, so this makes sense that she would have him on as a guest. I think evangelical Christians are going to turn out in droves now to support this president. And I'm saying tonight, 
This is a reset. This is a reset. I think it's time for all evangelical Christians, it's time for all Republicans to get behind the candidate who has the best chance of defeating Biden and turn out in record numbers. If they are allowed to do to Donald Trump what they are doing, they will do it to anyone forever going forward. And that's something that was Charlie Hurt again. That's something that we're going to hear repeated over and over. I think for the next few months. And they were doing this at the first criminal indictment. This idea that if the federal government could go after a, um, or in the first case, it's the state government of New York, but if the federal government, the government in general can go after a former president and they can go after you too. And I'm like, wait a second. I don't think most people are committing espionage with classified documents. Most Americans never go near a classified document. So the next show was Hannity, which I had to break up into two videos, two clips, and I'll explain why when I get to the second one. So this is Hannity getting a number of things wrong again about Hillary Clinton's email scandal. Now, why are we talking about this again? Wasn't Trump just criminally indicted? You'd never know it to watch these clips. So again, this is uh, Sean Hannity doing his usual shtick. He's been doing this I guess for years, and none of this is accurate. Apparently mishandling top secret documents is okay if you're a Biden or a Clinton or I guess a Democrat for that matter. Hillary mishandled America's secrets on an unsecured private server uh, that we were told was likely hacked by foreign countries. And then she attempted to cover her tracks by deleting 33,000 emails, wiping hard drives on computers off with something called bleach bit, kind of acid washing the hard drives. The only thing accurate he said there was that it was actually her legal team deleted 33,000 personal emails and that they used bleach bit to remove data from a hard drive. Now, that's it. That's the only thing he said that was accurate. He said likely hacked by a foreign government. No one knows if it was hacked or not. The State Department was actually hacked, um, but because Hillary was using this private server, she wasn't part of that hacking. It could have been that somebody hacked, didn't leave any trace of it, and left. That does happen, but there was. they have not found any evidence of a hacking or not of a hacking. So that, that that's an inaccurate statement. Um, but they just keep repeating it. Doesn't matter. Now, later, uh, I had to cut it for time. But Mike Davis, the man who had the from Article 3, who had the very thick Midwestern accent, he flat out said, oh, it was hacked by a foreign government. This is what they do. They just heighten everything and they repeat a lie over and over and over. And meanwhile, your Uncle Bob, who's obsessed with Fox, believes every single word of it. You know, everything from the double standard in terms of how they treated Hillary Clinton. How else, Sean, do you explain a five-year investigation with no criminal charges? Greg Jarrett uh, talking about, of course, the Hunter Biden never-ending scandal. Now, I want to point out that the federal um, prosecutor on that case in Delaware is a Trump appointee. Totally, they found nothing scandalous on this man yet he still can't find anything that's sticking to Hunter Biden, yet they keep insisting like any day now. It just is exhausting. For those out there that were wondering how Joe Biden, who can't even stand on his own two feet, was gonna get away with a reelection without debating, without really campaigning, well, here's your answer. He's going to weaponize the justice system or the injustice system, as it seems more accurately as of late, to go against his top political rival. And again, earlier you heard that from Representative Nancy Mace. It's just, they, it's almost like they get a script and they're like, which 
part of this theory do you want to push tonight? Okay, just pick A, B, C, or D. And they just go with it, and then they repeat it. So next up is uh, Pete Hegseth, also of Fox News. He was kind of cracking me up because he was so dramatic and over the top because, I mean, that's what you do if you work for Fox News. One after Trump, but if they can get Trump, it means they can get you, they can get me, they can get all of us. I think every single Republican nominee should be down in Miami on Tuesday night, standing behind, standing for justice in the country. So every Republican nominee should go down to Florida and stand for justice for Trump? including Chris Christie. I, as soon as he said it, I went, Chris Christie, really? Do you think Chris Christie is going to go down there? Do you? Do you? Come on, Pete Hegseth. Do you think Chris Christie is going to go down to Florida and be like, ah, this cannot stand? No, he's not. Anyway, next is Pam Bondi. She's the former attorney general in Florida. She basically repeats the same again. We're going to hear this theme so often. can do this to him. They can do this to anyone. And Hey, bleach bit, hammers, emails, Burisma Hunter. I kind of want to make that my ringtone. Here, let's play it again. Bleach bit, hammers, emails, Burisma Hunter. You know, I could put a dance track underneath that and make like a pretty decent house song. I could. I've done it. You know, just like, because it's just, he's got it. He's got the rhythm there. He says it perfectly. He's basically combining Hillary Clinton in with Hunter Biden in a completely stupid way. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Hegseth. Your life's worse off and the world is in chaos uh, because Donald Trump is not at the helm and you hand it over to Joe Biden. My life is in chaos, you know, because I remember the summer of 2020 when there were riots and protests going on across the country. And we had a global pandemic that was killing Americans all over the place and people were dying in their homes and there were sirens constantly. It was great. Good times. Fun times. I want to go back to that. OK, next up, we have Tammy Bruce. There's a conservative radio host. She is a character. I have clipped her before for Twitter. She's very funny. She's sort of an accidental comedian because everything she says is all the way to the top. There's just no subtlety with this woman. I'm just going to play this. You'll hear it. It's I couldn't stop laughing. This looks like it's about Donald Trump. It's never been about Donald Trump. It is about indicting and stopping his main political opponent. And that person is the collection of the American people to punch in the face, not just us, but Washington and Adams and Jefferson and Hamilton and everyone who came after uh, Lincoln, everyone who died on the field at Gettysburg to save this nation. That is who is being punched in the face right now. I would like to see like a cage death match between Judge Janine Pirro and Tammy Bruce just, you know, just trying to sort of like outshout each other, kind of like, I'm Judge Janine. How? And here's the thing. She, I yelled for four solid minutes today, four, over this indictment because I was so mad and I didn't throw a pen, which people actually asked, did she throw a pen? And I said, she did not. And then Tammy Bruce would come on and she would say, Judge Janine, how dare you? You're going to get punched in the face like Alexander Hamilton. And then I'm going to punch the dead from Gettysburg will rise from the grave. And they will look at you and say, how dare you? Just screaming. Just both of them screaming at each other. But the ultimate screamer. And this is why I saved this. I saved this, everybody. Is the next clip. And I'm going to play it for you. 
And I'm just going to very quickly say that while I was putting this together, I've learned the hard way that when I put these super long Twitter threads that are very popular on Twitter together, I cannot, cannot start posting. I can't look at stuff. I have to be very focused or it will just take even longer. People kept posting this person and I'm like, I know those clips are good because I, every time I see him, I laugh at him every time. <sighs> Sean Hannity calls him the great one. Mark Levine, this man, I have no idea how you get a career doing this, but he just screams his head off. And I tried to build with this. I tried to get a crescendo. This is like, I think it was like 12 minutes. He went on forever and I cut it down to two minutes and it was just like, what is going on? I'm not going to interrupt it. I'm just going to play it. You might have to turn the volume down on whatever device you're listening on, because this is Mark Levine. There's nothing subtle about this. President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets his way, he will die in federal prison. Merrick Garland is a mob lawyer. Jack Reed is a rogue Soviet-style prosecutor. So I suppose over there at the Department of Injustice, and this clown prosecutor spent a lot of time at The Hague, they probably figured these laws could be used to try and entrap Trump. Be no obstruction issue of any kind, not even in anybody's imagination. A document case faces 100 years in federal prison? Is this some kind of a sick joke on the American people? Joe Biden had to sign off on that's becoming a National Archives case to have it go to the Department of Justice. This should never have been a criminal case. What did he do with the documents? Did he sell them to the enemy? No, that's why we have an Espionage Act. So there is no violation of the Presidential Records Act. They indict him today in Miami. All of a sudden it's in Miami. This Attorney General who pretends he's Helen Keller. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is an insurrection. Let me go on. Joe Biden is the crookedest crook that's ever been in the Oval Office. $10 million coming from the communist Chinese military. Bobolinsky, Mr. Big, come and catch me if you can. The Don't be bamboozled by these cable channels. There is no law. It is war on Trump. It is war on the Republican Party. And it is a war on a republic. Hillary Clinton should have been charged with 10,000 counts of obstruction. We saw it under Stalin. We've seen it in other... Uh, autocracies, Marxist regimes, fascist regimes, the third world, but they have taken the United States of America and they have dragged us into a hellhole. Cross the Rubicon twice, and that's the bottom line. I'm done. Mark Levin, thank you. I love that sheepish Sean Hannity comment at the end there. Mark Levin. Like, it's just like reverence, reverence for the great one. How is he great? He screams his head off. He screams his head off for like 10 minutes. And we're just supposed to be like, yeah. But I think he just like sums up right-wing media. So He's a white man. He screams his head off and he's angry the whole time. Just rage. Doesn't matter. He throws out Marxists. He throws out communists. He's like, everything's going to hell. And I'm done. That's my Mark Levine. And I'm done. It's my Mark Levine. Okay. So I want to see this scenario. Humor me. We're having fun with this podcast. I want to see Judge Janine, Tammy Bruce, and Mark Levine in a room. And I want to go, okay, guys, 
you have to order a pizza and you have to agree on one topping and it's not going to be cheese. You can't just cop out and say, I want a cheese pizza. No, all three of you have to agree to where you're getting the pizza from and the topping that you're putting on that pizza. And I, let's go. And because I want to see the screaming match that would come down between those three people. And you know, it wouldn't be reasonable. You know, they wouldn't like handle it just like, oh, well, we don't care. No, it would go over the top. And then I would throw in Ansley Anhart. Just why not? Just to, just to mess it up. And Ansley Anhart would walk in and she'd be like, hey guys, you know, I work on morning television and I'm everybody's best friend. And I think we should just get along and I'll eat anything y'all order. You know, why don't we talk something about something nice like muffins or my daughter or the weather, although not that bad evil smoke that came down over New York City. Let's not talk about that. I'm wearing a pantsuit. We'll be in daring today. And then Tommy Lahren would come in. And Tommy Lahren, of course, is sort of like a Judge Janine in training, but with a lot of peroxide in her hair. And she'd be like, ha, the thing is here. The thing here is about Biden and Hunter Biden and Hillary Clinton is that they were never prosecuted and nobody cares. And, and that is the problem here. And I am very... In and I'm going to talk a lot, and I now work for OutKick. What the hell is that? Okay, so I'm getting worked up. I'm getting, but yeah, I would love to see cage matches with these people. Not actually hurting each other, just yelling at each other. That would be highly entertaining for me. I don't know. I watch this stuff all day long, guys. This is how I get through it. I have a sense of humor about it. Now, next up, we have Ingram. The last show, I'm going to also play a video by Trump. But this is, uh, she started with Jim Trusty, who at the time of this recording was still Trump's lawyer. When you have the Presidential Record Act defense, when you have declassification as a defense, then there's really nothing. I mean, he could have had a party throwing stuff in a bonfire and it wouldn't be obstruction. Jim, that one of the charges is, in fact, a violation of the Espionage Act. When Hillary, uh, you know, bleach bitted 30,000 emails that were under subpoena. But he also doesn't lose track of the absolute crossing of the Rubicon as a country. Yeah, the Because you're right, Banana Republic, how this, this is, is what they, this is what Putin does. This is what Xi does. So yeah, just a tad hyperbolic there with those comments. And I just, I thought the Putin was very ironic because she was basically calling Zelensky a Nazi the other day. She didn't say him directly, but she was calling Ukrainians Nazis the other day. And I haven't been able to edit that because it was like, what are you, okay, you're becoming Tucker Carlson. Yay, yay. Now we have Miranda Devine, Jason Chaffetz. You're going to hear both of them. And the last clip is, I just have to explain it. This is not what we do in our exactly. country. We have elections. Allow the election to take place. But Mitch McConnell, this is your moment, my friend. It should be devastating. But of course, they've just brought out this shiny object to make all of the media look over there. So you're not going to see anything about the Biden bribery stories in The New York Times or The Washington Post. All you're going to hear about is Trump, Trump, Trump. And it but I got to tell you, I was the chairman of the oversight committee. I issued subpoenas and was involved in, gay, in these preservation letters on Hillary Clinton. They do that to Donald Trump. 
His facility is protected by the United States Secret Service. It's not like you hit him out by the garage in Joe Biden's, you know, or at the Penn Center or at, at, at the University of Delaware, and you didn't pilfer and steal documents from the United States Senate like Joe Biden did. So why don't they have guns ablazing going into those places if they're so concerned about classified documents, if they're so concerned about the integrity of the country, how come they didn't do those things? Quite a despicable value vacuum of leadership from Mitch McConnell. Republicans now, what are, what are they thinking about with funding of these, uh, these uh, you know, intelligence agencies and DOJ agencies that are being turned against the American people? So if you've watched Trump rallies at all lately, and hopefully you haven't, hopefully you haven't. That's why I, I watch them. So, you know, I, w I spare you from that burden. Trump hates Mitch McConnell and openly trashes him all the time. So I was finding this very humorous that she was like, what's up with Mitch McConnell? Why are you talking about Mitch McConnell? Why aren't we talking about the actual case? But you're like, and I'm no fan of Mitch McConnell, but I just, that's very humorous to me. Like we're talking about, again, the whole theme throughout all of these clips, and you can hear it clearly, is we're going to talk about everything but the charges against Donald J. Trump. And it's going to be interesting because they're not going to shut up about this. It's going to be Hillary Clinton, who was cleared and cleared and cleared again. It's going to be Hunter Biden, which remains this never-ending story that doesn't actually result in anything. Now, this last one is David Schoen, who was a... Uh, he worked for Trump during the impeachment. I think it was the second impeachment. This statement. here: Bill Clinton should offer to be President Trump's defense lawyer in this case. It got that weird. He said that with a straight face. That was not a joke. He was not joking. He, I'm not kidding. What? Yeah. Okay. Now, the last clip that I have for you is I thought this was interesting that they kept showing this really poorly produced video that Trump came out with and that he released as soon as the news broke. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you live in this huge kind of resort mansion situation. Uh, you have, you claim to have like billions of dollars you're very savvy with TV, wouldn't you, I don't know, make some type of home studio? <laughs> it really doesn't take much. It, I don't have one because I live in an apartment that's the size of a one-car garage. Yay, go New York. Um, I do. It's 450 square feet. Picture a car in a garage. That's where I live. Now, when somebody told me that, I couldn't stop laughing because now I think of a car in my apartment every time I come in here. Um, so anyway... <laughs> uh, but Trump has money. He has uh, resources. You'd think that Trump would be like, you know what? Hey, contractor, why don't you make a little studio for me so I can talk to my people? No, <laughs> he doesn't have that set up. So instead, he's like, it looks like, like a hallway or something. It's very odd. He's got terrible acoustics. He's standing in front of this like painting, never explained. His makeup looks terrible. His hair looks terrible. The sound is awful. And this is his like official video. And I'm like, seriously, dude, it wouldn't take much. Take a couple grand. I'm not even kidding. You can literally take like a closet and turn it into like a cute, like I'm sure he has one. Like a little walk-in closet, you turn it into like a nice little studio, get some decent acoustics, get some decent lighting. No, this is the video. I wanted to play this because Fox never played it in its entirety. And I wondered why. And then I listened to it and went, okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go after 
a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. It's just been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. But this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, it would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. So quickly, and then I'll play the rest of it, but energy independence means very little. It just means that we were uh, exporting slightly more oil than we were importing. When we were energy independent, quote unquote, we were still importing millions of barrels of, of oil every single day. His tax cuts were considered reckless by many and caused the debt and deficit to balloon. Uh, and those, what, non-woke military? What are you talking about? So just, yeah. Anyway, classic Trump. And also, isn't it creepy that he's constantly talking of himself in third person? That's, I mean, I, there's so much creepy with this man. And what do you do? You have a president where... An election was taken, got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figure the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax, just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments and they lost and we won and we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy a reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. 
Seven years of proving it, and here we go again. Very unfair, but that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first, and that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent, and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. So, yes, Fox did not show that clip in its entirety, I think, because it's sort of embarrassing because it was just Trump repeating himself there at the end, just rambling and repeating himself about, I, you know, poor me and I'm an innocent man and make America great again. Everything's going to hell. I'm an innocent man, yada, yada. And then speaking of himself in third person, which is always spooky, but they showed it in one minute clips or like 30 second clips and they acted, they implied that that was the whole speech, which was odd because they, I didn't think they knew it was bad. Um, another thing that they did that was very, uh, was very Fox is they stopped airing commercials once this story aired, uh, broke, I should say, and they just went straight through. So these were full hours I had to go through. Normally they're 40 minutes because it's 20 minutes worth of commercials, but they just, no commercials, no break. Laura Ingram was the only uh, host out of the four that included stories that weren't about Hunter Biden or this, because uh, they did have separate sections where they just start talking about Hunter Biden and they try to make a lot out of this document that some members of Congress saw, the FBI let them see that said there's an accusation of bribery. There's no proof of anything. They turned that into this is proof that uh, President Biden was bribed uh, to change policy. And I'm kind of like, does the vice president change policy? I, okay, sure, maybe. A little far-fetched. Um, but then, so they had actual stories about that interspersed with the bulk was the Trump indictment. And then Ingram was the only one that sort of broke free and she included a story about uh, Syrian refugees who attacked a a Syrian refugee in Europe who attacked babies was a horrible story. And then she included a story about UFOs and that's it. But everything else was that, but still no commercials and Fox can do this because they have such a sweetheart deal with the cable companies that they could still make money even when they don't run commercials, which is absolutely ridiculous. And that's it. I was trying to have fun with this. I was trying to goof around. I hope you thought it was funny. I like making fun of them when they have meltdowns. We are going to hear about this for months until the next indictment, which could be uh, this summer in Georgia. Uh, so it won't end. It won't end. It's just a nightmare. Um, it won't end. This Trump thing won't end. So anyway, thank you for listening. If you'd like to become a supporter, you can go to my Patreon for Decoding Fox News. You can become a Substack Substack. Uh, subscriber, a paid subscriber. There's also a dollar sign next to my name. I am saving everything I get for when the grant ends in mid-August as I'm hoping that I can eventually pull up this income uh, that I get from Substack and Patreon that I could actually survive off of it. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet and I will be very honest with you. Uh, things slow down in the summer for political anything. So... I'm just kind of coasting a little bit. We'll see what happens. But thank you so much for supporting this project. If you do, if you listen, thank you so much. All my love from Odin and Thor, the mascots, the cats for Decoding Fox News. I'll see you at the next podcast.